Welcome to Maximum Role Entertainment Podcast. We take the time to interview folks within the gaming industry. And today we have a repeat several times over and over. A good friend of mine, Randy, the founder and creative director of Two Kings Games. Also joining us, we have Jeff, the CEO of, you know, Two Kings Games. And uh, they're here to talk about their brand new Kickstarter. And uh, so, yeah, welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having us. No problem. Yeah, you can't get rid of me. I think is what he's trying to. You were trying to say there a minute ago, huh, Kelly? Yeah, he's he's back again. This guy's back again. Uh, Dude is like black mold. He never goes away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. Well, yeah. No, I'm not. You're not right. Uh, No, I love having you on. Great friend. Built a great relationship over the year and a half year year and a half so uh since we i think it's been a little bit longer than that now yeah, yeah, yeah. oh you know what uh yeah it has huh almost two years well heck yeah yep, yep. so uh you've been on here for several different uh projects and things so uh we haven't had jeff on here so oh. uh, what i like to do and randy you can jump in anytime you want to you you can go after jeff but I like to dive oh, deep man. into the individuals Sorry. and find out uh, what got you into gaming, how long you've been playing, what do you like playing, and what got you to the point where you're creating content for uh, the gaming industry. <laughs> I have always been uh, into gaming in one one shape or form or another uh, since I was uh, a wee lad. Um, I, I started off... Uh, like most kids in the the early 80s and things um with you know the rise of video games and um like like the atari and, and nintendos and uh good old commodore 64 Heck yeah. Um, yeah you know those good old text-based adventures that i can't even possibly imagine what it's like to play those anymore um <clears throat> i i got into dungeons and dragons with the red box set um and it was it was i i don't want to sound cliche but it was like a chance of like coming together of fate i guess i don't know uh i was I was like seven or eight, I believe, and I was walking through a, a consignment shop uh, that's local here, or used to be here, you know, like 30-something years ago, and I was just walking around, and I saw the, the red box set sitting up on the shelf, and I saw the art and was immediately like, whoa, this looks cool. I have no idea what this is but i want it and that literally was pretty much it like uh i I grabbed it i read through it i still had no idea what it was i was (laughs) looking at or what i was reading um but thankfully i kind of reached out uh, to some people in the area and uh i i wasn't the only guy that had you know things related to dungeons and dragons so it kind of started building up from there and then of course there was that whole uh 
thing. I don't know. Some people may have heard it called the Satanic Panic, which was so oh, yeah. much fun. And yeah, so essentially over the last 30 or so years, um, I've kind of been off off and on, off and on with, with D&D and, and tabletop games because, of course, like I said, you know, the video games, is, I've always been a video gamer as well. Uh, and then there was uh, a little cool, or a trading card game that came out. Uh, some people may have heard called Magic the Gathering. Um, I got into that as well in the early days. And uh, really, I didn't, I guess I really didn't sink my teeth like deeply into D&D until uh, third edition came out. Uh, because it came out when I was in high school and yep. So myself and a bunch of my friends, like we, we dove head first into it. And of course that carried over into, you know, with all my military buddies when I was overseas and, uh, yeah, pretty much played third edition and, uh, Pathfinder first edition until, uh, fifth edition came out and i've been running and playing fifth edition stuff and 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 other games and game systems uh especially the last five or so years um yeah okay it's 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 been a lot of fun i can say that so heck yeah i mean you're creating content now for the industry and so like uh you know, I'm not sure how long you've been part of Two Kings. I'm assuming from the beginning, and y'all put out some uh, some product before. But like, when you got the ability to start making product for the industry, like, what what got you into doing all that fun stuff? Like, what what did you want to focus on? Well, uh, funny enough, <clears throat> I actually was not part of the original two kings games uh so to speak um i had known randy for a while at that point uh because we first met at what was it since 2013 i think yep and at at the time i was working for a company that's local to where i live and i was doing uh emergency response for the railroad and while working at that job, I had moved from Kentucky to North Dakota to Iowa, back to Kentucky. It was I was all over the place. Um, <clears throat> so I saw that, uh, or he, had, uh, Randy, had mentioned that he was starting up what what became Two Kings Games, and. I just shot him a message. I was like, Hey man, like, this is cool. Uh, if I can help out in any way, just let me know, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to try and help, help the cause essentially. And, uh, little, little bit of time later, um, I basically asked if I wanted to come on board and I did. And, uh, here we are now. Heck yeah. Nothing wrong with that. It's awesome. Um, Randy, do you have anything to say? Sure. Yeah. Um, no, everything, uh, everything uh, that's 
Correct. Uh, there, 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 there was another founder. Uh, there was in, in, in days of yore a another king. Um, uh, he and I are still friends, but uh, we had a you know, say we had a falling out as far as the business goes, and he, he backed out of it, and and I uh, basically asked my friends, I'm like, well, I need a new, I need a, there needs to be two, you can't have one king and a two king games name, it just sounds, it's just kind of weird, you know? It's, yeah, true. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm the half king or something or whatever at that point. And uh, so I, 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 I put a call out there and 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 jeff uh answered it and said yeah what, what's it what what do you need and what's involved and what you know what, what's what am i signing up for i think he he got a little bit more than he than he, than he, than he bargained for but <laughs> that's all good it happens you get roped in but, uh, say, oh, yeah i got you so yeah and he's he's been a a great asset to this company and a wonderful fit and all of the our other team members uh, adore him, uh, and so it it all turned out for the best as far as that goes. Yeah, heck yeah, yeah. I mean, you win and you well, I wouldn't say you win and you lose. Is you know sometimes people move on. I have cast members. I think I've had eighteen cast members since I started doing a bunch of podcasts and stuff. So people come and go. It happens, you know. And new blood comes in, and then you you know re-energizes the system and then you know new creative minds come together and and uh new product is born so uh speaking of the kickstarters uh let's let's talk about uh so is this new kickstarter kind of similar to the first one that you all did for, well uh, let, let's back up just a bit there um not re- not really we have two major brand lines I'll put it to you that way. We have Little Feet, which is for the games that we produce that are for parents that they can run for their kids. And then we have, uh, which was the the, the past Kickstarter you're thinking of was The Legend of Jim Crack Jack, which was thankfully very successful at that that funded. And uh, that's been completed at this point as far as fulfillment goes. this is this one is for Age of Ancients, which is more for more mature a more mature line, I guess. It's more of what I guess people would would would, would think of when they think of a of a D and D product or something like that, or know, I should say a the world's oldest RPG product. I don't think I'm even supposed to allowed to say the D word, so you may have to back up that. No, no, you're good. You're good. You... <laughs> it's it's not in print. We can say D and D. All right, D and D. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and D and D compatible. He just says it, and at the end of D and D, it's compatible with. The yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> well, you know, it, it's compatible. We're not. We're not Wapsy. We're, we're we third, have we're, no affiliation with. We have no affiliation. So secondaries. yes. So please don't sue us. So yeah, yeah. I, I've constantly I'm like every time I talk to someone, they're like, "Oh, dude, this and this, I made this and this for D and D," and I'm like, "You you work for Wizards?" And they're like, "No, no." I'm like, so at the end of the sentence, you just say, you know, compatible with fifth edition or compatible with right. second edition or you, you follow yeah. the OGLs and SGRs and, and or SR 
Uh, yeah, all the freaking acronyms that go with the uh, open gaming license. So, so yeah, this is this is a more advanced adventure. Um, it involves it's a sandbox first of all, rather than uh, what you might what people might know as kind of like the, the railroad style, where it's very linear and you go through point A to get to point B to point C and so forth. None of that. Uh, you do have to go from point A to point B to get to the city in this one after right. that it opens up into a sandbox and the GM has the freedom to take the story in whatever direction he, he or she feels like so it, so it's basically like later editions past second uh, edition AD&B uh, where, where everything before then was very like here's a box set this is all you could do. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you read the know. text. You fight. Yeah. You get treasure. You do what I say. <laughs> no thinking outside <laughs> the box. <laughs> Literally, no thinking outside the box. But uh, no, I, I but, got you. Wait, why can't I do this? Because I'm the DM, and I said so. That's why. Oh, exactly. fair enough. <laughs> That's true. But, uh, you know, those having those abilities, to uh, that ability to have a game where, you know, you have the freedom of movement, uh, you know, and it's good to give a lot of uh, starting points and exit points for the dungeon master. But like you know, like we all know, most dungeon masters are pretty well versed in getting people you know around in the story. And so, to be a creative, you know, uh, creative director, creative writer, uh, you always have to think about how the GM or the storyteller, or the DM, or whatever they want to call themselves uh runs the game so it's it's nice to have the ability to write openly and do like an open sandbox like you said of of material and they're playing within your world yeah it's very intrigue based uh there's a lot of there's three squabbling nobles that the players will encounter uh they're they're called jarls which is a norse chieftain uh, it's it's kind of like a position that's like right underneath the equivalent of a king, right? Right. If if you're not familiar with Norse stuff, I know you are. Um, so uh, it, so so the game has a like a Nordic uh, vibe to it. You get the, the absolutely, yeah, style. absolutely. Uh, Age of Ancients. This our setting is 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 very Norse centric. Uh, at least in the the northern part of the continent, anyway. And once you get past the um, the hemisphere, or I guess the where where the temperature changes start to ha- really happen, then you know it it, it south of that it's, it it warms up a bit, and it's a little less. There's a little less of a Norse presence there, um, but. Overall, it's still a very Norse-centric game. Heck yeah! Like one of the totally uh, like one of the um, one of the main monster groups that that the players will encounter early on in the adventure are called Wolfen, uh, and they're and they look like werewolves basically, but they are essentially like a, a northern version of a knoll. Um. Most gnolls are like desert based and things like that. So these 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 canine anthropo- anthropomorphic creatures are uh, are more like wolves. Okay, that sounds pretty badass. 
I'm always fascinated with like the Norths and and uh, the mythology. Like I watch all the Nordic shows, and a lot of my games are Norse god uh, similar related. And there's just something about the Nordic, you know, uh, history and storylines, and it's mm-hmm. just it's very magical. Like I love the boats. I love like the travel. They're basically just wander. You know, they wander the lands essentially. And, like take over as much as they possibly can so okay i guess yeah, you have, they, you have they're also i think that they weren't just like brute savage though I mean, about, no, no. about how they went about it because they would like give you the option of like join us or and be a part of our society as a you know as a you know a citizen or well we'll talk about the or if you decided against it later yeah i think there's a lot of misconception with like the tv shows like like if you watch yeah. it. but if you have, have you if, seen Vi- is it vikings that you have you seen any any episodes of vikings oh yeah yeah it's totally i'm like ah, it's not really like that but i mean but if you watch <laughs> the actual ancient you know like the shows about the norse or you go to you know those areas you you get more of a uh similar familiarity as the rest of the world it's just they get portrayed wrong at some point i don't know why but well everything gets kind of exaggerated and uh i don't want to say fanaticized but more fantasy based or or however you want to put it uh when when hollywood gets involved uh because again you know they they when you get to that point the project obviously you have to have ratings or you have to sell tickets and you know that kind of stuff so yeah it's understandable but at the same time it's like come on man (laughs) yeah Yeah. but if you've seen vikings uh you're at least from with the music this this the score in vikings one of the one of the cool things about our video is our kickstarter video is uh, I got permission from Danheim to to use his, one of his songs because uh, Danheim is the is one of the 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 music the musicians that does some of the stuff for Viking the Viking series. Nice. So yeah, if you get a chance, to check out the video and the music that's playing in the background. That's that's Danheim. Yeah. This is his uh, his his song uh, Turfy T Y R. F-I-N-G. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check it out. And, um, God, if you could get him on the show, I'd be eternally grateful. <laughs> He's a uh, really just, nice guy. Yeah. So his, 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 his birth name is uh, Mike Olson. Uh, super, super kind. Very nice guy. Okay. So, um, yeah. But anyway. I can put a word out if you want. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I, don't sure. have, I don't know. I don't know if he, he has. If, if he would come with that, yeah, he, that would I'm, be an awesome interview. <laughs> I, I always reach out to everyone. I'm like, ah, maybe they'll respond. Uh, I did have, um, at least I think it was, at least someone associated with Jack Black because uh, I sent a message and then like a month later, uh, I got like a really cool like thanks, but I, I'm super busy and I'm like. Uh, I listen to a lot of other interview podcasts and they're like, usually those folks have like their, 
their handlers are like always working their social right. media. So I just assume, but I'm like, yeah, you know, it could have been him, but I, I don't know. But <laughs> you never know. I reach out to everybody. I'm like, whatever. They'll say yes or no, or they'll like, hell yeah, come on. Uh, never know. It could happen. Pretty pretty uh, much how I look at it. The worst thing they can do is say no. So yeah, they just like, forget that. Um, right on. So yeah, I like I like the the so it's still based within the world that you've created, right? The maps from right the the, the world of uh, Eventir is the name of our world or planet. Uh, spelled it's like it's 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 the the I think it's the Norwegian word for adventure. It's E V E N T Y R is how it's spelled. Uh, Eventir and it takes place on the continent of Aralon. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, I do like your map. Your map is really cool. We talked about it for a while in the first episode we did. Uh, yeah, John de built that for us. Uh, John de Eastep, uh, our our third partner, who's not as not she's not as 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 loud as me and Jeff, but she's she's uh, for for a while there <laughs> I had a. I had a, I had a, 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 sec, a, a, a different mock-up for our, our, our logo, for our company logo. It's like two kings and a queen, you know, so for, for, a, little, for a little while there. And I think it kind of confused a lot of people. So yeah, I that was a little confusing, but I mean, it, it, it works. <laughs> I think some, well, then you'd have to like change the name and do a bunch of other no, it, it's, it, Then you got to change all the business stuff and the legalese and everything. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, so, uh, so, yeah, we're, it, don't worry, folks. We're going to just keep it two Kings games, but there is actually a third, uh, a third person that's has a very strong voice and everything that happens. She's the, she, Jonda is the, uh, the, the, creative developer she's the developer for age of ancients this line that this adventure is for so cool. anything that's age of ancients it doesn't get go through without her say so that's good. so she yeah. she created those maps she created probably 90 percent of our of our of our lore that, okay. that we've come out with so far fair enough fair enough all right. Well, that's but, pretty cool. And then, you know, it's good, you know, that you have a, a you know, a diverse team of, of folks and it's not just two Kings, you know, you got to, you got some other folks in there too, which is great. Right. Yep. Yep. I got you. Um, so what's, yeah, let's get into the Kickstarter itself. Uh, I just happened to pop on and went ahead and back to you guys because I love your products. Oh, wow. So, Thank you. Awesome. Got you set up on there. I see. I see the little like the fireworks went off on oh. the screen. The <laughs> I forgot that I was yeah, sharing yeah. my screen. Yeah, so the, for the listeners, because we don't do video yet, uh, <laughs> I was sharing the Kickstarter page. I guess I'd just been sitting there going through the Kickstarter. Uh, <laughs> but don't so worry, folks. He wasn't like he wasn't doing anything he should he should do. I've I, I've been monitoring him the, yeah. the last uh, thirty minutes or whatever. I was like, Oh, good thing I don't have any of the uh, inappropriate websites pulled up or anything like that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> My biggest nightmare, if I'm ever teaching, I'm like, oh, God, I have five monitors. So I don't know which one I'm sharing. So uh, let's, let's go through your... <laughs> I know that pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. We're both military people. We, we, we got a wild side. Uh, so what, let's go... I played let's... the fifth. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Uh, I've heard that a lot in, in, in the old days. So let's go through your tiers. Uh, you talked a little bit about the game. Or you, you want to do the tiers or talk about the different houses? Well, let's talk about uh, the, the, the storyline first, sure, if, if yeah, that's okay. Um, yeah. uh, what it involves is when the, the players are coming into this and they are, um, well, I don't know. I, I've, I've, been, I've been doing a lot of talking here. Je, uh, Jeff, do you want to like introduce the but this is about a little bit or shall I continue? Uh, you, I will, uh, what's the word? Oh, uh, I will delegate that to you. Uh, <laughs> you are uh, more familiar with this, uh, than I am, uh, as far as uh, this particular adventure goes. Um, <clears throat> because a lot of this had already been, kind of in the works when i came on board um right a lot of a lot of my uh, creative influence i guess would be the way to put it is kind of takes place in one area of the map it's basically where all my evil twisted dm ideas go to play yep skugar the land of shadows yeah that's that's pretty much where I, i focus a lot of my Every time I get one of those crazy go, oh, man, the players will hate me if I do this. I'm going to write it down. Yep. <laughs> and I write it down, and I'm like, how can I fit this into the, this area? Okay, cool. I'll come back to that. But, yeah, yeah, take it away, Randy. Okay, cool. Um, so it, the, this basically the players come into this. Uh, and they and they make their way to the city of Valyavan, and which is the cap, the gateway along the way to the capital of the country of Yorgadam. And oh, our website if if you go to twokingsgames.com uh, and you click on setting, and it has like pronunciation guides to all of these all of these words that that I'm throwing out here. So if you're like, what is he? What did he say? that you, you can check that out this is an aside but they the players go to uh, the Valyavan and uh, essentially it starts to rain and then it rains and rains and rains and it starts to flood and Valyavan is located in this mountain valley and it's not long before the city the outskirts of the city are is flooded and people are trapped within the city so what's what happens after that is it starts that's sort of causing tensions between these three yarls that are meeting for their their seasonal get together and they're starting to sense opportunities to do away with the ones that they don't like people that are causing problems for them and and, 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 and what their best interest as they see it so they then start causing problems for the commoners. The commoners are already having problems of their own because their houses are flooding. They're having to move higher ground and higher ground. And as just, this is like, you know, uh, uh, like a, a medieval feudalism where the poor people are at the bottom of the hill <laughs> and the rich people are at the top of the hill. And as the waters start to rise, everybody starts getting pushed further, further up into places that they are a not accustomed to, and b never had access to before. Before now, 
So they're seeing things, their eyes are being opened as like, wow, this is how you live, huh? It's pretty nice. It's a lot yeah. better than mine. So uh that's causing that causes the the the, the commoners to become upset. There's certain then there's a rebellion that happens and the um the nobles take advantage of that again. So essentially what it boils down to is there's a lot of a lot of um intrigue based role play that you can take you, you can have happen at your game table in this adventure. Um that's what I meant with it's a little bit more it's a little bit more advanced than than just what the something that you might hack and slash something yeah. simple. So it's 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 not too complicated and we do provide like tools like uh there's like uh because there's about 15 to 20 npcs uh throughout the adventure module itself the whole book um and, and we, we create a character relationship map that shows how each of these people feel about one another briefly it briefly touches on it so if you like think of like a a grid of like three a three by three grid with one character the key character in the middle of it and then there's like little lines connecting between the 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 other eight boxes that touch that one. Right. If you see what I'm going with that. Yep. Yep. No. Uh, yeah, that's actually our. Yeah, it's basically it's also our first stretch goal. Yeah, our first uh, stretch is goal is a is provide a, that provide that as a PDF uh, yeah. to make it to make things a little bit more smooth smoothly going for the GM. Um. Wow, that took a long time to say all that. I'm so sorry, folks. Hey, that's all right. I hope I didn't lose anybody. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. You know, it's good to have that insight. There are three houses, like I said. Uh, There's House Targ, House Eckburn, and House Hegvern. Uh, If you look on the Kickstarter page itself, you can scroll in these pictures of the different characters that are in each house. And we the the house Hegvern is has has a lot of nobility that's from originally from the southern region regions of the um, of the continent. So it's not this don't you know this is this whole adventure is not just a whole bunch of white people playing with each other. It's <laughs> there's actually some diversity and inclusivity in here uh going on that we've we've included to to, i think improve and make things better and where people other players are able to see themselves in in, in the eyes of some of these other characters that's good uh so yeah i I think it's i I found it writing a bunch of different things for other uh folks just to get an insight on how everybody's now uh you know, diversifying their their books and their content, and you know, uh, getting away from the generic stuff. I'm not saying, but back in the day, that they were very, you know, one sided or another on on uh, publishing or or drawing or writing or, or any of that stuff. It's just, you know, now we're, we're new writers and cr- content creators are more aware of, you know, making it more available for everybody in different. Uh, 
backgrounds and everything, which is amazing because it really diversifies the entire uh, gameplay, uh, especially with playing internationally. If you do your games online, you know, you're playing with people from all over the world. So it's nice that you, you start to see that new, you know, supplements coming out by, you know, the fans of Dungeons and Dragons and Dungeons and Dragons doing the same thing now these days, which is fantastic. Right. Agreed. Yep. So, uh, so three houses, that's pretty cool. It's nice to have, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, okay, you have 10 different this and like the huge numbers. And it's like, oh, it's so daunting. Who do I want to be? What do I want to do? Uh, but, you know, starting with the new house, you know, uh, is that something you guys are doing as stretch goals? Is there like a new house down the road or is that something that's. Uh, no, be- I think, I think three is three is plenty for the, what we want to do with this module. If we like, uh, if we make it, uh, if we, although I don't know, I mean, we could add a, a fourth house, I guess, as a stretch goal if somebody if, thinks that's a, you know, somebody, uh, that really wants that. Uh, but, uh, that would involve us to have to rewrite the book and yeah yeah, you don't want to do that no no that, I, that, yeah. that's a lot of that's a lot of upkeep that we had to have to go back and change but yeah no i got you no it's cool that you've uh but you you've made it towards like easy to pick up the book and be like this is our you know our next three campaigns or whatever and it's you know it's not overwhelming and you're using existing you know your world is you know, now grown just a tiny bit uh, on on paper. Mm-hmm. So I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, because uh, if you look on the, the world map, uh, this particular book uh, pretty much takes place in just one, one area of that entirely massive map. Yeah. So... <clears throat> Like there's there's only three houses in this particular uh, adventure module. Uh, however, you can see how large the map is, uh, and there, for the most part, is like an overarching story connecting all the Age of Ancients books that we have uh, in the works together. That takes it pretty much uh will take the uh the player characters to uh, very many different uh various places uh on the continent so <clears throat> don't think that all of the adventures are just going to take place in this one little area there it's all over the place but yeah it's uh the yeah, this one like 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 i said takes place in Jorgaden uh and which if you look on the the kickstarter page there's the two maps there the overlapping maps the yorganum is the country map there that's on that's that's pushed to the front of the that graphic uh if you look in the middle of that you'll see where the city of valyavan is rests in this like little mountain valley um and then you can also see the road that leads to uh congraham which is the capital Okay. Which is the, the, the is the human capital, uh, and like Jeff was saying, um, each of each of our adventure modules 
offers a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a sneak peek at that part of the world um, and, and kind of like in a nutshell. So it gives you just a little taste of each of the our adventure modules for Age of Ancients. We'll give you just a little taste of different parts of the world that are not that that, that are like ha happening places for for the action of of uh, the, the meta plot. Yeah, you know, and yeah. that's that's the thing for you know for the listeners um, because most game designers we design a map and then all of a sudden once you have your map built out now you're like oh this whole section could be its own module this whole section could be a module so uh you know i like that you you know this book is yeah it's it's all you know within the region over here and everything and then you still have all of this are they able to uh if someone wanted to purchase the whole map do you guys do that or are you just going to do the the, region the, it's the, the pdf of the maps are included in, in some of the in some of the tiers the reward tiers already so yeah you, you'll get the uh, the big version of the the continent map you'll get the the big version of the Jorgen country map so those are both included it's in, in, in some of the uh maps some of the, ba the basic reward tiers so yeah um our previous project for, for Jim Crack Jack, we uh, we did a we did a printed version of the map. Oh my God, those are expensive to, to make. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so, you go. The place I found for the Lost Lorn map, uh, we were able to get it for like a dollar fifteen a map, and so we bought five hundred maps up. You know, and just it cost oh, our, yeah, that, it's that, like two hundred bucks. Yeah. How how big was the, the 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 photo paper for that though? Eighteen by twenty four. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about like three foot by four. Yeah, foot. I I looked at doing that too for for my map, and I was like, mm, that's super no. expensive. Uh, <laughs> it was it was it was, a, it was ex almost exclusively expensive. Um, yeah. Huge us. paper uh, shortages so, right now. Uh, I've been talking yeah. to printers all week. And I, you know, we're going to go with the same one we used last time, but man, he's like, I locked you in, but I can't promise you. Like we, we ordered 80 tons of paper and we only got six. Uh, he's like, it's a huge shortage out there for paper. So like all these maps and, and everything, you know, to get specific sizes, it's going to be, you know, pretty expensive right. for the time being. But if someone backs in one of the tiers that has the maps included as a PDF, you can, you're free, to, of course, to print it yourself. You know, uh, it's a lot cheaper for one person to print that than for us to make like a yep. hundred different copies of that and then make them individually available. Yeah. So, and shipping is like, do you want it in a, a, a tube or do you want it folded? And then, actually, oh you my know. gosh, <laughs> yeah, you don't, yeah. Please, I, I prefer tubes as far as that stuff goes, but uh, then you pay for the the, the 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 tube as well. So, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, that's, uh, that's ridiculous. No, anyway. I got you. No, yeah, that's just you know one of those creative. Uh, I guess that's like you know designer talk, you know. But for the listener, just so you guys know, you know, uh, you guys put a lot of heart and soul into this stuff and. And uh, it's all seems pretty reasonable price. Why don't we slip over to uh, your pledge tiers and, and talk about 
uh, that, unless there's more you wanted to talk about the world. I mean, no, I think I think I've I've already gone. I don't want to do that to death, you know. So I think I, I think people have to get the idea as far okay. as what what the adventure is about, anyway. So let's go over your pledges. Uh, that's everybody. Sure. That's yeah. Well, we, you know, we've we've got the, the 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 very first one is like a dollar if you just want to follow with the week weekday updates if you're curious and you later while want to later on maybe want to uh, buy some add-ons that's a good way to do that um uh, the next the next one is the 12 dollar tier which is the digital the digital viking tier so you get the the pdf of the book and one of actually for the pdfs we're, we're providing all three different versions of the system rules so whether that's 5e pathfinder first e or uh, Pathfinder 2nd E, uh, you have all three at your disposal. You, we're just giving that to you. Uh, you know, you can choose to use the one that you want to use, of course, and then... Fantastic. I was going to ask, I'm not a Pathfinder person, so I was like, what the hell is PF1? <laughs> but <laughs> I, I got it now. I got it. You know, I didn't really get into Pathfinder. I think I played it a little bit when it first came out, but... Um, I just couldn't. Yeah, both it. me and Jeff are like were started out in Pathfinder first edition. I think because gotcha. uh, uh, when 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 third edition went to you know what shall not be named. Yeah. The the, the that next edition. Dread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not. A, which I'm not a fan of. <laughs> um. Yeah, people were like they were still hungry for for third edition material. Yeah. Which is like Pathfinder says, oh, you're, 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 you still want 3.5 stuff? Well, how yeah. about we give you 3.75 and change it up a little bit and make it better? Gotcha. And that's where like Pathfinder first edition came. What? Yeah. I, I was like, I, I feel, feel like a fool because I have Pathfinder books behind me. I just, I was like, what the hell is PF1? Is this something new? Oh, uh, but no, you're fine. Down. You're a fool. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're fool, but i have like Ugh. i have all the first edition but well, not all of them but i got a good selection back oh i got a first second third and uh you know some other stuff not the one that we don't name because um i didn't even bother to buy it it's like bruno we don't talk about that one yeah 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 so then <laughs> uh and then five and a bunch of other kickstarters that i i have a small collection of like uh, Kickstarter books that I occasionally try to pull out and play with local teams if I can get them together out here in Germany. Uh, but go ahead, continue with uh, your tiers. Yeah. So, and then after that is where you get into the print tiers, uh, the print Viking, which is uh, a soft cover book, and e for either fifth edition, first Pathfinder one or Pathfinder two one of the three not not all three but one of the three but you guys you get a soft cover book for uh you also get you also it stacks with with the previous tier so you get all the pdf stuff included as well as far as the uh the um the main book anyway the like rats main adventure you get plus when you start if you're in that that's, this starts getting a little bit more expensive. So we, we, to show our appreciation, if you want your name in, in the credits in the books, printed in the books and immortalized for all time, uh, that's included there as well. No additional charge. Fantastic. 
after that, we start to add on some bells and whistles. Uh, so the $75, the Shield Maiden tier, includes a printed soft cover book, the PDFs, as well as uh, a choice of two different metal dice sets, which uh, we, we created some themed dice sets with our friends at uh, Total Party Kill Games who are, who are distributing these for us these dot sets for us. Um, Jeff is big friends with, 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 with them. You want, do you want to take, take it from there, Jeff? Yeah. Tell us about your <laughs> sponsors, basically. <clears throat> yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yet again, we have partnered up with our friends over at total party kill games. Uh, they're your creators of dark fantasy materials and gaming accessories. Uh, for this Kickstarter, we uh, handpicked, essentially, because I've seen all of the dice that we have uh, available for offer on this Kickstarter. I've seen them in person, but so, you know, that's where that thing comes from. But we, we handpicked uh, all the dice uh, to fit in with this Kickstarter. Uh, for the Shield Maiden tier, we have... The Dragon Slayer uh, metal dice and the Ice Dragon metal dice, uh, which if uh, anybody at home that is listening, uh, if if you scroll down on the actual Kickstarter page, uh, there is uh, a graphic that shows the the dice and, you know, what they look like and and everything. Beautiful. Uh, Yes. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, that starts at the, the Shield Maiden tier. So, in addition with the the dice and the PDF and the soft cover book of a, an edition of your choice, you also get the PDF of the world map, the region map, uh, your name in the credits as well, and also the Aralon coloring book that we... Oh, I can't remember how long ago we threw that together. Uh, basically, yeah. it's it's uh, pretty it, much like a, a line De, art version. John uh, made it, and it's yeah, it's based on 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 uh, art created by Justin David Russell, who is the artist that did the cover art for for like rats, and most of the graphics are use use a little bit of that of uh, that main cover piece. So if you go to the website, you'll see you'll see what we're talking about there. Yep. But yeah, sweet. I always like coloring <laughs> books because I have kids. <laughs> so right, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, and uh, <clears throat> so there, that's uh, and then that 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 tier I think that you were on was was like the this this show made it as the two uh, metal the two metal dice. The one after that is the uh, the scald tier and it's uh it has uh the gemstone dice are included which Thank are the, the blood the bloodstone dice yeah that's how you got me <laughs> yeah yeah bloodstone so, dice are amazing yeah they look really really sweet yep. um and underneath that we've got two Two, two of our th- our three premium tiers, uh, the Valkyrie tier. This is something that if you're if you want to have um, a 
some creative input into into the ongoings of, of how things are created for for this you can this is this is where you get your chance to do that uh, and it includes a, uh, a custom backstory that's written by Taylor Turner the author of the the module and basically he's going to work with you on how to custom custom create a custom uh, backstory on how your your player character ended up there Okay. And it's going to be between it's like one and two pages, uh, not too terribly long, not to the point where you're like got a, a novelette or something about how, because you, you know, it's only so far so much you can write about how you got off the how you got off the boat and now you're at the <laughs> fort. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess you know that's the thing about uh, people see that and they're like, oh, I want to write in the book, and then you know, we're all used to writing a lot of content, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, man. I know your backstory for your homebrew games like ten pages, but you get five hundred to a thousand words, make it shine, and uh, you know they're like, oh my god, and, you know they need that guidance to kind of narrow and make their their uh, their scenario sharp, you know. That's. Uh... But it, you will, you still have some choice as far as you get to. Um... You you get to choose your character's name, the the their race, ancestry. Cool. Uh, and uh and their class or archetype and then taylor will t- help take it from there um and then yeah. in addition to that you get everything for the for the valkyrie tier you get everything that was also in the shield main tier so you get the two one of the two metal dice sets um as well as all the pdfs and the stretch goals and your name in the book Nice. Then after that, we have the I want it all slash all in tier, the Hall of Valhalla. Uh, that features all six sets of dice that you see uh, in the Kickstarter graphic there. Uh, in addition to an exclusive set that if you scroll down a little bit more, uh, <clears throat> you'll find the it's like a bejeweled uh, set. Uh, it's it's hard to describe it without actually seeing it. Uh, it might actually be up more. I can't remember. Two words: <laughs> Viking bling. Yeah, there, there you is. go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah. Brian had uh, a set of those that he was using at Gary Con, and the pictures do not do them justice. They are incredible um so in addition to essentially seven uh hand chosen sets of dice uh you also get three hardcover books uh one for each edition of uh different rule sets uh and as well as the the previous uh tier items you know the the world yeah. map pdf the region map pdf coloring book name and credits etc 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 uh but yeah this is basically the tier that if you can't make if you can't pick and choose what you want and you're kind of like me and it's like i want all of it uh there you go <laughs> there yeah. it is i wanted to do it so bad but i backed luke's uh kickstarter and i only have so much for my monthly play money and i was like damn it uh, uh 
Luke, Luke is, a, is, is a worthy cause to, to, to help out. I, yeah, Luke's good. He's a good guy. Yeah. You yeah. have to go downstairs and talk to the CFO, uh, slash a wife uh, <laughs> check with check with, check your so, reality check. i call that a reality check yeah yeah because sometimes i click a lot and then you know one month i had like four kickstarters and i'm like oh my god but luckily two of them dropped and i think you're saying banging on that bucks. yeah <laughs> banging on that door there behind you and then in the image there yeah yeah what's happening four um, kickstarters <laughs> i just love it so much mm-hmm. i you know, that's the one thing that I love about doing all this stuff and then creating content for the world as well, uh, that we didn't get to do it in the 80s or the 90s uh, or early 2000s. And now it's just one of those things where we're expanding upon the worlds uh, or everybody calls it like starting to call it the multiverse where like your world can go into my world and my world, you know, it's vice versa. Or, you know, you can go into other people's uh, thing and all of our you know all of our books and supplements kind of like you can intertwine them and then bring them into wizards world if you wanted to without saying wizards in your products um which i just love that's one of those cool things so i'm always about backing kickstarters like, oh that's so cool it's awesome and yeah. uh yeah i get in trouble a lot <laughs> <laughs> I, I i do too man i hear you yeah um uh, so but but that's uh, we got one more one more uh premium tier there yep the big one the, the big enchilada this one is called the yarl tier and it is it includes the original art the original oil painting uh that justin david russell created for our our cover art for the book the, nice. this is it this is there's one of these <laughs> And you can you can own it if 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 you should choose to pledge for that tier. So and it it includes a lot of other good loot as well. Uh, you get three hardcover print books similar to the uh, the Hall of Valhalla tier, uh, as well as all the other PDFs and the stretch goals. Nice. The different the main difference between this premium tier and the others is. This one is uh, you don't there's shipping the the painting to you. If it was overseas, it would be incredibly expensive. Um, Unless you're an APO, we 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 will. (laughs) But we will uh, as far we we will help with the uh, the shipping on on this on this particular tier. Heck yeah, man! uh, If you get some, if you get, you don't have to pay for that painting. If you, as far uh, as the shipping, if if you get someone that bought it in Europe or on this side of the world, you can APO to me uh, for like if you're shipping in the states, and then I'll ship it to whoever does out here. For that's uh, a lot cheaper for me to ship here. Um, I don't know if you should say that on video, but okay. No, I, mean, I got uh, you, audio, bro. Rather. I, okay. I got you. I, uh, I'll do that for you. All right. Just it's, sounds sounds good to me. I've been dealing with a lot of uh, shipping lately, and I'm like, uh, I'm getting all of the lost. I'm getting a giant couple boxes of Lost Lauren books just so I can sell them out over here. Because uh, yeah. shipping is insane, uh, especially if you ship to Canada. Uh, UK or any United Kingdom settlement, as I call them. Yeah. Yep. 
it, there's no getting around that. That's super. It's super expensive even from here, but still, uh, that's really cool. I would probably be shut down if I bought that right now. But the last time he did something similar, I was like, I gotta buy. Oh, someone already bought it. That was the first thing. I didn't care how much it was because like oh, oil painting, I put it in my office. Um, but I believe someone got it the other time, so I was like, Dang. yeah, Kurt. Kurt snatched the 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 the, the last one you're thinking of. I think. Yeah. Our friend, our, our good friend Kurt, is a a, a a a wonderful guy and a very generous supporter of of Two Kings over the years. Heck yeah! So I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna release this after we're done talking. Uh, so you're you're 1,295. Um, so you're getting close to your, your, your goal. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're like, we're, we're over halfway, halfway there. Yeah, we're halfway so, there now. Yeah. So Whoa. Goal, living on a prayer. Yeah. Yeah. So, so your goal is 2,500. So like, <clears throat> let's, let's talk about your, your stretch goals. Um, once you yep. hit that beautiful number. So yeah, the, the first stretch goal we, is, uh, like we talked about that relationship map, the PDF, and it's not going to be just one like piece of paper equivalent. It's going to be all of the NPCs centered in the page one at a time with eight other NPCs around them. Gotcha. So it'll make it easy. So the GM just needs to find the NPC they want, pull that sheet, and then they're able to extrapolate how that person feels about the, the their uh, some of the other NPCs in, in the storyline. Fantastic. Uh, so that's that's the net the the that's it's only five hundred past the uh, past goal. So that's that's the three thousand. And then after that one is is probably what everybody is listening to this was most interested in is the virtual tabletop assets. Yeah. Which uh, our, which Jeff is is going to be one of the people helping us fulfill that. Uh, be, whether you, you didn't know that, right, Jeff? <laughs> you do now. Yep, I do now. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He knew, but uh, but yeah. Uh, so we're going to support Foundry, Roll Twenty, and Fantasy Grounds. Nice. So, and it's going to include the full scale maps. The full scale um, uh, well, I don't say full scale, but the, the character tokens uh, and items and things like that. Nice. That you would expect with, with the VTT asset pack or data pack. Um as well as character sheets that are that are formulated specifically for one of those three platforms for for the different NPCs. Nice. Uh, after that, we've got the uh, the ancestry source two ancestry source books, uh, the Tanuki, which are kind of like uh, the, those are the raccoon folk. Uh, they're 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 like uh, raccoon dogs, I think, as as far as folklore goes, Japanese folklore. We won't talk about what they're good at shapeshifting specifically because that's 
strays into a, a non-PG area, I think. If you're not familiar with Tanuki, you can look them up. Be careful where, where you go and, and, you, and your wanderings online, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tanuki are shapeshifters. So this gives you a, a player option where you can like make your character look however you want, sound however you want. Uh, basically, if you want to play a doppelganger concept, Tanuki is, is, is your race or ancestry uh, built for that. Uh, and you can, other, there's rules included in these source books for how to play that race in a 5e game or a Pathfinder 2e or Pathfinder 1e. Okay. One after that is the Wolf and Ancestry source book. Right. Which is similar to the Tanuki, except, you know, as you might expect, you're playing a Wolfen. Uh, one of the cool things about Wolfen are they have uh, pack, uh, tribal pack magic that their priests can cast on like a group of them. And when you fight them, if you end up killing one of the members that was ensorcelled like this, all the rest of them that are still alive in that circle become stronger. Basically, they absorb the soul and the spirit of their fallen comrade. And all of a sudden, you've got a much bigger problem on your hand than you did a minute ago. So if you try to kill, kill them one at a time, is a good way to uh, wipe, do a TPK for your party. Definitely. Essentially, what he's saying is uh, for all of those that just like to hurl fireballs willy nilly, that's the encounter to do it. Yep, yeah, definitely right. fireball them. If, if, but at first level, it's hard to get fireballs. So, you know, it's all in the to... dice, man. It's all in the dice. <laughs> in my world, you can get spells at any level if you find the right scroll sitting out there. I'm like, hey, this scroll is a spell slot, so whatever it says, yeah. that's what you got. Yeah, I don't think we mentioned that. Yeah, the 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 adventures for levels it carries you from level one to five. Okay. By the way, very good, very good. Um, future books will will have it'll progressively go up in level, and then. I think our, our seventh book that we've got slated is going to be a prequel that is all about level 20. Nice. Uh, you, like the entire adventure will be played at level 20. So okay. you take all those new toys you just got for hitting level 20 and now you can and you have an entire adventure module that lets you play with that toolbox. Definitely sounds like a scotch night during gameplay. <laughs> Yep. As my players say, like, oh god, he's got scratch out. We're gonna die today. And I'm like, nah, nah, you guys ah, maybe I don't know. No, I That's how you. much I drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. All right. And then your your final, well, the 15k. Yeah, if, if we if we if we get to fifteen thousand, there we're gonna have uh there's twenty different individual character miniature STL files. We will release a, a data pack of STL files for you so that you can have three D representations on your gaming table of what these fifteen to twenty NPCs look like. Heck yeah, that's awesome. I'm starting to get into it. I was trying to run my printer today actually in a uh i was printing some miniatures for another company and they it's not working right now (laughs) it's like they're not printing i'm like dang it 
that's cool. Yeah. Man. Also, uh, not currently listed on the Kickstarter. I'm still working out the, you know, the fine details and the fine print and everything. Um, but once again, uh, partnering up with our friends over at Total Party Kill Games uh, to have another stretch goal that is they're going to design a a custom monster uh, for this adventure. Well, not so much for this adventure, for the world, really. It could be, you could place it pretty much anywhere uh, within the setting that will be, again, designed and, and put together by our friends over at Total Party Kill Games, which uh, <clears throat> they, they have a whole bunch of crazy ideas, uh, which is very, very evident in their latest upcoming release, uh, the book of monstrous might. So yeah, which is an awesome book, by the way, it I, is, it, it has the best writers, you know, they found the very best writers, very choice people, of course, like, uh, like, like, like me and Jeff. And, 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 uh, and, and a bunch of other people that, that are probably uh, much much more renowned than than, than we are. So, but, uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, y'all, y'all got product put out, so I mean, you're basically there. So, I like it. That's but, awesome. But yeah, TPKP. The, they're not kidding about their name. The they, 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 those are that's those are the games for for the the adventure the 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 GM that or the DM that like says okay I'm going to challenge you to the point where you're going to die now so yeah. you know ultimate challenge <laughs> and then most most people that I know of anyway are like all right challenge accepted yeah okay and and then I kill all their characters and I smile. <laughs> As long as it was done in an epic way, people don't care. They're like, you know, kill my character. I had a blast watching them die. You know, <laughs> I say that, but then people are like, what's he talking about? I've, I've been playing that character for 20 years. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Maybe not, not so much for, for, for those players, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. Fair enough. Well, I mean, I, is there anything else you wanted to throw on? We're we're getting it to the end, and Randy knows I like to play a little game at the end that Jeff hasn't done yet. So, <laughs> oh boy, okay. yeah, uh, no, I think that's about it. So, folks, just uh, if you would please uh, do us a, a kind favor and check out the uh, the Kickstarter, uh, the the short. URL is bit.ly forward slash like rats and the L is capitalized and the R is capitalized. So it's a, it's a bitly short URL, but uh, it is case sensitive. Gotcha. And we'll have it in the show notes. And then uh, if I get our good friend, Brian to uh, do a graphic for me, hopefully uh, he can get that together. Cause I, I usually do the graphic, but I I, uh, I do crap at it. And usually for Kickstarters, he helps me out and sets me up with a good cool. graphic. 
so uh he's all about you guys too so on our other kickstarter we we're talking about yeah brian is good people yeah brian we love brian folks uh so jeff here's what happens because uh, i grew up playing D in 88 uh in that basement that dungeon dungeon of you know where the washing machine sits and you got the one swinging light that's on the little pull string that no one has these days uh <laughs> so and being in the military you know about cq right so when i was now oh, god duty, <laughs> i was on active duty for you know uh 13 or not how is it 10 years i reserves and active duty 13 years all together uh you know on cq i always made my runners uh play dd and uh sometimes some of the crew come down and we'd play all night long so you're you're stuck uh, in this this room down down in the basement 24 hours you get one other person with you uh it could be anybody uh if it's someone famous uh like what what character of that person like jim carrey as cable guy or jim carrey as like one of his other uh ace ventura you know something like that Uh, or just jim carrey himself but he's not as crazy as his characters are anyway uh you get that one other person with you uh what type of food and drink would you have and uh what dice would you bring with you oh man uh let's see okay so so we're playing D old school style back in the day right right okay so right off the bat you gotta have you gotta have the mountain dew the cheetos and the pizza fair enough <laughs> uh the dice oof. well if we're going by what was available back then i mean pickings are pretty slim uh but if Hmm. If I had to bring one set of dice that I have currently, oh man, uh, it would either be the set of dice that I still have with my uh, original red box set, or the Bloodstone set of dice that I have. Fair enough. Okay. And as far as the person goes, holy crap, man! That that's list is a mile long. Um, Remember, you stuck with them for twenty four hours. Uh, someone has added a water cooler, so you got that, and a bathroom. I totally forgot those things years ago, but someone has added right. that. Um, but yeah, you're stuck with them for twenty four hours. So. Oh man. Um, <clears throat> well isn't necessarily like my choice but because you you mentioned jim carrey earlier imagine the the hijinks and shenanigans that you could get uh you could partake in uh with the the stanley ipkiss character from the mask that would be a lot of fun um insane would he run the uh, game or would you i mean at that point does it really matter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fair enough yeah true 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 i got it uh, <clears throat> oh man that is that is such a tough tough question uh i'm i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna take the easy way out on this one and and say uh if it's if it's anybody throughout you know recent history or whatever uh i you gotta go with gary man like 
how, how could you how could you pass up on that opportunity you know oh yeah no i got you it'd be an amazing 24 hours though <clears throat> it would it absolutely would You'd probably die many many times in those 24 oh, hours yeah. too, if he, if he was like, running it. so you walk up to the door right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> open it <laughs> Roll your the dice. door's a mimic you lose your arm you bleed yeah, yeah, it's like die. you're dead let's try that again okay all right cool because <laughs> yeah. back in the day folks uh before all the fun cool uh, you know rules of people surviving uh you'd open a door and it'd just be a random hit table <laughs> like there could be a dragon on the other side or it could just open or you die instantly <laughs> i'm like oh my god those old modules brutal uh oh they are they made <laughs> you think. horrors Oof. yeah that was a that was a trend yeah yeah, tell me about that. I I ran, I think it was like an eight-person Tomb of Horrors for the first virtual Gary Con. And, <clears throat> okay, I, I'm not, you know what, I'm not going to bother with spoiler alerts. The module is like almost been years. something years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, All right, it's so, so you know, yeah. yeah, so you know how you have three possible entrances into the tomb, right, from the very start? Two of them are false entrances. One of them is the right one. Well, the group chose one of the wrong ways. And of course, it's a trapped hallway. Right. So that being said, for the remainder of the game, it was like they just were paranoid that everything was trapped. Which, to be fair, like 90% of it is. But still, that game session went on like some, what did I say it was at one point in time, Randy? Somewhere between like 12 to 16 hours. Yeah, I think at that point you're like, somebody do something, please. Yeah, I'm just (laughs) like, I was just like... (laughs) Because right. they were like, we're thinking that they would like they wanted to talk amongst themselves about what they should do so that they had to postpone their their imminent death, yeah, as long as possible. But <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was. It, I mean, don't get me wrong; like we, we all had a blast uh, because several of the players had never played Tomb of Horrors before, so they had no idea the kind of. Um old school pain that was coming their way uh so to speak but uh <clears throat> yeah it was like like no joke there's a part where it's basically like a maze of doorways and it's yeah. like hey you come across you, you you come up to the door all right i check i checked the area for traps cool all right roll it nah, no traps or you don't detect any traps cool i listen behind the door you don't hear anything. I check the door for traps. Okay, you, you don't detect any traps. I do this. I do that. I cast the tech magic. Right, you know, I do all this, and I'm like, okay, cool. Nope, you, you don't detect anything. And then they open the door, and it's like in five feet in front of you, you find another door, and then it was the same process for every single door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh man, what did I do? <laughs> All the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, all the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. So what what about you, Randy? I know you've already done this. Uh, you've done it a few times already. Uh, yeah. 
what, 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 what this 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 flavor of, of what, what what's the flavor today? I guess. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. I think for my person, I would choose Samuel L. Jackson. Hell yeah! From like him himself, or or, or him himself, and he gets free. He and I want him to run the game for me, and I want him to be whoever, whatever persona he could throw in there. Bring them all. Bring them all on. I love all of his his his, his uh, personas. <laughs> oh, Nick Fury style. And, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Uh, as far as. I don't know. And then if he would be kind enough to just show up, and do that, <laughs> I would like, I would let him choose, uh, choose our, our hors d'oeuvres or whatever, whatever food and drink that we have. Cause that just, that just seems fair. Whoever yeah, you, did, did... you make a Go good ahead. point. Uh, no, these people you pick don't have the option to be there. They, they are sucked in from wherever they're at and teleported to this, uh, this, you know, oh, there'd probably be a string of profanities there as soon as he saw him. He's like, This is this strange fat guy in front of him. You know? <laughs> what you know, I should probably uh, write this as a story or something. Like, okay, here's your narrative. Uh, yeah, you, you're right. yeah, should... is this an R rated uh, version? An R rated show? Can I say those words? Yeah, I don't know, whatever you want. I mean, yeah, it's like shows up, what the. <laughs> there's too I mean, many too many fat white boys on this motherfucking room yeah, but there's no door you know? so he can't get out so he's gonna have to play D &D with and it. i gotta play a game with this asshole <laughs> yeah and it, it would just it would just kind of go downhill from there i would be like just sit there and, but it's samuel jackson i would i would take it you know i would, I would take it <laughs> tell me more say more <laughs> maybe after maybe after the first hour maybe he wouldn't hate me so much because being stuck there i don't know yeah that or maybe it would be worse <laughs> that sounds like my kind of D, &D game to be honest with you <laughs> so. caught off guard and forced to play D, D without knowing yeah yeah i got it <laughs> no that's cool all right um I've done too many of these. I can't. I can't do another. I mean, I could do another one, but I just don't have anybody on the top of my head right now. Uh, who I would have? I'd have you guys, and I'd torture you for, you know, in my kooky world of of, uh, you know, crumpets and kerosene, where you go through time. Uh, and so, yeah, I'd force you guys to play that type of uh, D and D game. <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> hey, it's we almost got a hundred episodes. So I'm not doing that bad. So, uh, oh wow! Uh, what, yeah. what what what's the exact number you're at? Uh, we're at 96 for season three altogether right now, and the game takes gonna, place. Oh, for the hundred? Yeah, what are you gonna do for the hundredth anniversary? Uh, we're I'm gonna try to get one of the players. It's an artist. Uh, that's that's she's got this obsession with snails, and I was like. That's how our mail is being delivered in the game is by snails. So she drew a bunch of snails with like <laughs> mail bags and stuff and like candles and uh, so we're gonna we're all gonna play snails for the hundredth episode. She's gonna be in that episode where all the characters get turned into snails and we have to deliver to uh, you know houses without being smushed or salted. Um, cool. Yeah, it's gonna be. Cool little one shot. I, th <laughs> I think for I think for the fiftieth we did. Uh, everybody played a turkey for Thanksgiving. Um, to, uh, to do something goofy like that. 
every time I, I Thanksgiving turkeys, I think of, of the the second Adams family where Pugsley's like jumps in front of the camera and goes, Eat me. <laughs> so, you know. Well, yeah, they're they're at the uh uh it was the you know, the presidential farm where like the turkeys get pardoned. And so the episode is that they had to make it to the end to get pardoned. Uh, so they would have to do these scenarios where sometimes one might die if they failed. So like at the end, there was only two turkeys left out of the five people. Um, yeah, it's pretty brutal. Uh, but yeah, I, I got you. I got you. Um, well, you know, thanks for coming on, gang. Uh, I always like having you on, Randy. And Jeff, you're, you, you know, slowly but surely I'll wear you down to coming on more and more as i've done with randy <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, i mean you don't have you won't have to twist my arm that hard uh, but yeah, uh, i got you yeah but no uh it's been a pleasure so yeah, yeah it's been a great time thanks thanks again for having me thanks thanks for having us and uh yeah want to yeah, shout out uh, some links or anything i'm gonna i'm gonna put them in the show notes and everything but if you want to yeah. shout out some stuff before we uh hang up then uh well just i'm really just the main two is just uh, like like i said that bitly because the the full length is like really for it's it's like you know you you need the you need you need the cut version you need the bit dot ly forward slash like rats with a capital L and a capital R. So Fair if enough. you remember that, you can get to the Kickstarter. Yay! Oh, right, and they can they can search it on Kickstarter too. Right. Find you. That's how I found. Uh, the other the other one is twokingsgames.com. dot com. The yep. number two kingsgames.com cool and that'll get you to our website all right gentlemen have a wonderful rest of your day and uh hope to have you back on later absolutely same to you thank you for listening to this episode of maximum roll join us each week as we interview folks within the gaming and entertainment industry such as writers illustrators artists podcasts twitch and youtube streamers social media content creators, handcrafted gaming apparel and merchandise, and much more. You can find Maximum Roll on Apple and Spotify and anywhere else you find your podcast. If you want to be interviewed on the show, just email us at MaximumRollEntertainment at gmail.com or Instagram at Maximum underscore Roll underscore Entertainment underscore LLC. And if you like Maximum Roll, check out some of the other Dungeons and Dragons podcasts and streams on the Maximum Roll Entertainment Podcast Network. Need some excitement on that morning drive to work? Welcome, adventurers, to Constructed Chaos, a live play Dungeons and Dragons podcast full of unpredictable antics, borking doggos, and engaging fantasy storytelling and roleplay. With sessions recorded in a professional studio setting, you'll feel every bit of the action and hear every snide remark by the snarky NPCs. Jump in and have a listen to our flagship campaign, The Wrath of Zealous, to help us construct some chaos. This is Mark Reinhagen, creator of Vampire the Masquerade and all those other monster games. If you like what I did before, you're going to love the Accursed series of games using a narrative version of the D20 5e game system in which you play cursed beings in a dark fantasy setting called Lost Lorn. I'm working with a collective of artists, writers, and game designers called the Tailspinners to bring this world and these games to life, and you're welcome to join us on the ride. We are releasing a new zine every month, uh, 
which in a series of six detail and outline a unique and amazing campaign setting. We started with Bloodstone Isle and are moving next onto Invictus, the city of bridges. For a nominal sum, you can get these delivered to you monthly on Patreon. Just type in patreon.com backslash lostlorn. Thanks for listening. Thank you.